Welcome, folks, to another edition of RSF Radio. I'm your host, Joe Monday, and today is December 14th, episode 15. I almost got tripped up there, uh, but today is December 14th, 2017. And, oh boy, was I wrong on on my fantasy bracket. Holy hell. What a mess. Just what a, what a tournament, by the way. That was just... Almost every single match had its own unique moments of excitement, and so much was hanging on every match that it was, I don't know, it was just something really special about uh, this past weekend's tournament. All the way through last chance qualifiers, uh, all the way through Capcom Cup, up to grand finals, everything about grand finals was incredible. Who would have guessed Man RD? I'm like, if you go back and watch the tapes from last week, uh, in my estimates of when Nick Danella beat Menardi in at Wednesday Night Fights, uh, which I know I also said that people were pretty much sandbagging all that tournament, but man, man, I did not see that one coming. But good, good on him, man. <laughs> he definitely put in the work, and it definitely showed. Uh, he outplayed pretty much like if you look at the list of the people he beat on his way to grand finals uh, just it's an incredible run uh, by all accounts the people that he had to beat to put into losers bracket was just it was a ex- it was an exceptional effort uh, so hats off to Menardi and we'll get into some of that later but uh, let's get into the media show what's been going on with our Street Fighter. If you've never, never listened to the podcast before, uh, RSF Radio is a podcast where we talk about the weekend review of our Street Fighter. Uh, if anything really came up uh, that was worth mentioning or worth talking about, granted, a lot of last week or all of this week is basically filled with Capcom Cup recaps, uh, effectively, and a lot of memes. Brought in a lot of memes. Biggest tournament, of course, bringing in a lot of memes. If you want some some hot Street Fighter memes, uh, invest now because they're not going to be worth anything in the next couple weeks. Uh, trust me. Get in uh, when the memes are on the rise, and then get out a couple weeks later. Especially like two weeks later, your memes are not going to be worth anything at that point. So get them in now. Trust me. If you've got any kind of Photoshop skills or Microsoft Paint, R.I.P. Microsoft Paint, by the way. Uh, but if you got any of those skills, get them up now. Get your memes in now. The getting's good. There has been other stuff going on on our Street Fighter this week. It's not just memes. It's not full of memes. We're not going to talk about any memes, actually, on, on this podcast. That's not... It's not... It wouldn't be prudent to talk about memes in real life. That's not what actual humans do. They don't do that when they talk to each other. And if they... I don't know. It, are, is that what the... People don't do that. Actual humans don't do that. I don't think they do. But I don't talk to actual humans. I just exist on the internet, and that's all. So, anyway, folks, let's get into the first topic, uh, which is uh, tangentially Street Fighter related, which is, fight. I always mess this up because I always want to call it Flex, and I hate it. They missed a huge opportunity here. I hate them for it. Hate hate their guts. They're chumps for it. But fighting EX layer fighting ex layer not fighting layer ex that just the order of that man you had one job you had one job and it was to name your game right and just switch up the order and it'd be fine but flex is out there the beta is up 
uh, on PlayStation 4, and it is up until the 25th. Um, so you still have time. If you're listening to this right now, do uh, you still have uh, 10... I don't know when the time exactly on that is or what time it ends up shutting down, but on the 25th, about 10 days uh, from this listen onward. So get it in now. Uh, I've seen a lot of cool stuff. There's a lot of really cool car cancels in in fighting EX Lair. Uh, and I actually like, I don't know. I don't know if I like it or I hate it because it controls in a way that is very reminiscent of bad bad 3d fight it, it very is that's like the weird thing is that it's so reminiscent of the game that it is based on that to me it is almost off-putting in a way because a lot of those games were very bad uh and even i personally didn't really have that much fondness for the street fighter ex games like not too much at all just didn't really like the way they played but it is it is uncanny how well it evokes those uh, those feelings. Just the way that everything animates. Uh, game looks okay. It's not a it's not a terrible looker. Um, it's not great. The animations are are just stilted in just the right way. Where if there was like if if they cut the polygons in half, like if they halved the number of polygons it would fool a lot of people into thinking that it was from like the early PlayStation era. It's, it's uncanny. And I don't know if I love it or hate it because of it, but it looks like it, it I haven't really dug deep into it yet, but it looks like a lot of people are having fun with it. Uh, so get in now. The getting's good. Uh, and that again, will be up until the 25th of December, 2017. Uh, I should look up the, they announced a release date for that? I should look that up. I won't do that now and put you through the, the wait time of me checking it, because I certainly do not fix these in post, by the way. These podcasts, they are one and done, uh, as you can tell from this long rant on. Uh, but the next thing I want to talk about, uh, big congratulations, actually, to Major Boy. He's the first Zeku to reach Master Rank. Uh, and included here in this announcement is some uh, some matchup examples that, uh, that he did, uh, that he's played through, and... Just congratulations, Master Rank is no slouch. And with he's the first one to do it with Zeku, so good on him. I just want to give a tip of the hat to Major Boy before we get into um, kind of the meat of the topic. And also another thing I want to talk about, another topic I want to bring up before we get into Capcom Cup, is a Minot tutorial with Go One and Guilty. Uh, it's, it's like two hours long. This is a long tutorial. Uh, it, they go through a lot of the basics up front. Uh, they talk about a lot of what buttons he wants to be pressing in the neutral, um, how he, how he wants to anti-air, what is best, or how she wants to anti-air, uh, and how uh, how best to anti-air, like what ranges. Um, they talk about, and then they get into V trigger. They spend a lot of time on V trigger, and specifically how to execute certain V-Trigger combos. Uh, they go through the easy ones first, and then they get into, well, what do you want to do with V-Trigger? Because there's a lot of things you can do, and then they show you how, and tell you how, to execute them. Uh, and it's two hours of that, so buckle up. If you want to play Minot, she's probably the most 
Yeah, I can say she's the most technical character in Street Fighter V. So if you want to dig deep, if you want to dive deep into into Minot, if you want to take that stroll, if you want to walk that walk, uh, hang out with Goichi and Guilty for two hours and learn yourself some Minot. Okay. Now, for the big kahuna of the podcast the thing that has taken up and eaten up a lot of the front page of our street fighter for the last uh, couple days is capcom cup uh thread that i want to bring up if you missed any of it if you missed any of the action i would suggest uh going through from the very start to to where we are now uh right here it's the live thread as uh, kept up by a number of of users, um, which I, I I think I'm gonna try and recruit a lot of these people to come back for other major tournaments that happen. We should do this for every tournament uh, on our Street Fighter. Now, I, the only reason why we have done it is because it was and has been hard to grab people to do live reporting and even in the mod team it's not guaranteed that every single tournament there's going to be someone or a team of people available to do live reporting uh, for reddit live threads uh, but we had enough people in there and they did a great job of uh, not only reporting matches uh, but also uh, sharing clips that you would just clip from twitch and they paste them in the live thread and say this was some hot shit what just happened um, so you get to see it like in a timeline of when the coolest stuff happened and live through it again uh, if you want to go from just scroll all the way down to the bottom it's a long scroll then uh, all the way to the, read it down to top then you get to kind of walk through it again and see what people were excited about at the time see what was going on uh, and it's it helped me out at the time, honestly. Uh, and I think that we are going to try and do more live threads. Uh, I was at a Christmas party uh, with my wife. And during a little bit of downtime at the Christmas party, her Christmas party, her company's Christmas party, uh, just had a minute, wanted to check up, see what I was missing. And I was like, oh, man, yeah, like this is, this is useful to see. It was as if I hadn't you know, taken my thumb off of the pulse of uh, Street Fighter culture. But it was right there. Uh, and I just take a look at it. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, we're to do these in the future. We need the community to to back this. Uh, it, this just cannot be the effort of well, one person or even a small team of people. Um, this takes the effort of a lot of people. Uh, and I just want to give a special thanks to all of those people who uh, supported the live thread over the weekend uh, and just maybe a call to action for the next event which is coming up uh this weekend with nec so maybe look forward to that come tomorrow tomorrow you should look for that actually now that i think about it that's a thread that will exist in the future that you should look forward to anyway moving on to the next cool thing uh about uh capcom cup is that they had a version of arcade edition there and a lot of people shared a lot of tech uh, specifically i want to give a shout out to brent is cool who apparently was just at an ae cab all day just testing everything and taking a look at everything he was taking short videos of everything uh making tweets about it 
Uh, a lot of the information in this thread comes from his Twitter timeline. Uh, but in addition to that, if there's something that you want to find here, that is, that you want to find out about A, or at least this version of A, which, here's the, the shitty thing, right, that I saw somewhere, and I haven't been able to confirm this again because it was like, I saw it when, I think it was when I was out at the Christmas party, actually, that the version of A uh, that was at Capcom Cup was not actually the latest version that the latest build that they have so slight things have changed not huge swath th like nothing big but i i can envision maybe frame data this has changed slightly uh like slight tweaks like that so when you see stuff um especially stuff that is like frame data related they couldn't actually test things out at uh at capcom cup here it's not like they had enough time in training mode to really dig into, you know, how, what's, what is the actual startup of this move. Great example is, uh, Brent reported that Laura's standing medium kick feels slower. It may be that they, that they've, they've made it six, seven frames, but you can't necessarily tell without proper testing, and that information wasn't released by Capcom at the time, so... Take everything you see in this thread with a grain of salt, uh, but also the big stuff like second V triggers. There's a lot of second V trigger information in here. So if you're looking for you know, what are the actual second V triggers like really like, what are they like? Uh, check out this thread. Uh, it's got a ton of information in it. Uh, do like look Control F to find pretty much. It any character I believe because uh, this thing scrolls down for a long time and it might even this might be even one of those threads where like you scroll to the bottom and it says load more it is so specifically do that uh, <laughs> now that I'm looking at it because uh, it's just huge uh, you just need to oh man that is a little tough to parse so you're going to need to use some some control F to find exactly what you're looking for uh, or hop on Twitter and search the hashtag uh, AE patch notes and that should result in uh, pretty much anyone who shared tech uh, was using that particular hashtag so if you want to find tech uh, that exists in AE uh, over this past weekend search that hashtag on Twitter if it's not here in this thread okay now um, before we get to actual matches uh, and talking about the actual event. I mean, there's tons of stuff that happened, right? Like, I feel like I could talk about every single match in Top 32, and that doesn't even include all of the matches in Last Chance Qualifier that happened, right? There was... Uh, I mean, even Grand Finals of Last Chance Qualifier was incredible. Nemo had... Or Nemo had such an incredible uh, path through the bracket, and he played so well. Uh, his match with Edizan, of course, was incredible, uh, and that that made some memes. That's made made some good memes. If you want to talk about memes, we're not here to talk about memes. Uh, we're here to talk about actual news and actual information, and news that happened to hit the front page of our Street Fighter uh, before any of the major Street Fighter Five announcements. Don't let this one pass you up, because this package actually looks. Uh, really enticing. Uh, this is coming out in May of next year, so um, 
five-ish, about six-ish months uh, from right now. Oh, that actually is like a long time now I think about it. It didn't seem like that. When I said May out loud uh, concerning its re this release date, but this is Street Fighter V 30th Anniversary Collection uh, coming out in May of 2018. I said that out loud. I was like, yeah, that's not too far away. But I did the math in my head. I'm like, well, it's December now. So then we have to wait another month and then another month. That's like half a year. So it is half a year away. But looking at what is included in this package, uh, it is... It is all of the Street Fighter, or pretty much all of the Street Fighter, and hopefully it's what they say it is, is like quote-unquote arcade-perfect you know, releases of these games, uh, which it sounds enticing. Uh, this is exciting to me, uh, because it's not, I mean... You think about all the times that they've repackaged Street Fighter 2, they've repackaged... Uh, they haven't done it a ton of times, but Street Fighter 3 has been out there. But this is the one that has all of it. Even if you want to play the regular Street Fighter, which you don't want to play it, but even if you did want to play it, you can. Uh, here in the 30th Anniversary Collection. Uh, so I want to get that one out of the way, because that was actually some... And this, this entire trailer, it's a two-minute trailer for it, but it is uh, reverent in the in the correct way, I, I think. Uh, worth checking out. And if you're excited about old Street Fighter, I think that's really where Street Fighter hangs its hat is all of its nostalgia. And hopefully, uh, this package does it right. I think things are looking, you know, they point towards, all signs point to yes. Uh, but we shall see in <laughs> fucking half a year. Because that's how far away May is. Fucking May. <laughs> that's so long. All right. So, the big announcement. I actually, I loved, I loved how this was done because I think that, well, excuse me, I think that everyone was expecting two announcements. It had been teased enough times to where everyone believed we would get Sakura because we saw this, we have seen this Capcom logo before with the the Sakura petals, the, the cherry blossom petals falling. We all have seen this before, and we go, oh, Sakura, obviously. And then after Manardi wins in grand finals, they release this announcement of Sakura. And it's like, okay, great. We were uh, basically expecting this, and this is awesome. We actually get to see some gameplay. It's actually a pretty nice and kind of long trailer. Uh, it's got really good music, actually. The audio for this is kind of beautiful. Uh, and the whole thing's very good. Uh, I think she looks pretty good as a character. Uh, I'm excited to see how she plays. I know there's a, a lot of people out there who are excited to play. And if you want to find uh, breakdowns of this trailer, they are they're out there. Or if you just want to watch it in slow motion, you go right ahead. Uh, and it's... It's. I, it looks like they've done her characters some justice, except for that, that EX tattoo. Why doesn't her leg go up the higher? That one fucking pissed me off. It, it only goes like horizontal. It's like, hey man, like the EX tattoo, the leg ends up. It's like up here, it, it, like your jaw. She kicks you in the face. But regardless, I, I like what they've done with her design. I like I like the look of her. She looks good. She looks like she plays fun. 
Um, your V skill is interesting. I feel like it's going to be a lot like Cammy's V skill in terms of usefulness uh, in in the match before she actually pops V trigger. Uh, but every, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how actually useful it is. She's got like the dive kick throw and hits follow up that she can combo into. But regardless, she looks fun. A looks like things are pointing in the right direction. Uh, but right here at the end of the trailer. After it plays, we sit through a basically two minute long trailer. We see the the announcement, the dates for, for AE. We see the new stage. And then we see all the costumes and it's like, okay, this is great. Uh, but then at the end here, so the, the trailer that I'm looking at now actually has all the characters being shown, but they show just, just the silhouettes. And we go, okay, this is what we're used to. We're used to seeing character silhouettes. That's fine. Uh, this is just something that we've come to expect over the past two, god, two years. And cool. So what could be, what could be next, we all thought. I thought, in my heart of hearts, that we were going to get, well, what happened was they play this trailer and then Ono in Ono fashion does the Shoryuken and then he rambles on about God knows what and says, oh, like he does, Blanca has another surprise for you in, in the very sing-song way that he does. He's like a caricature of a human being at this point, but I love him and it's hilarious. Uh, and he says, oh, we have another announcement. And at that point, I'm thinking, okay, great. We're probably going to get the Sagat reveal at this point. This is another, we're at least going to get probably another reveal very much in the vein of what we just saw. Uh, like, we're gonna see some some action, some combos, we're gonna see the V-triggers, we're gonna see the V-skill, we're gonna see a critical art there at the end, in leading into another screen where there's silhouettes with, with faces that haven't been filled out, and we'll see like one new face filled out from this list. That's what I thought. But that's not what we got. What started, was in the next thing, the next trailer, uh, which is this cinematic trailer that we've we've seen before. We've seen an edit of this before, with Ryu walking into the the house when it's raining, uh, sits down to meditate, and he does the the whole looking ahead at what Street Fighter Five is. Because if you think about all the characters, he he does not show you can that waterfall, which is a huge missed opportunity in my opinion. Uh, and it's things that we've already seen already. So I'm thinking, okay, uh, that's fine. Uh, but then what we don't realize, and this was like the biggest rope-a-dope. It was such a rope-a-dope in that they give you the Sakura trailer and say, okay, here's what it is. Here's what you can expect. And you go, okay, great. Probably gonna give us another trailer at the end. That's fine. But they did it in that in the first trailer, all of the characters were silhouetted. But you couldn't see any of them. You couldn't see any of the characters that had silhouettes. And then they show this trailer, which basically fills out the entire silhouettes. And at the very end of the trailer, show it with all of the new characters. Which, great! Because anyone who buys a season pass right now knows exactly what they're getting. They, like, we all knew Sagat was coming, but we didn't know Sagat was coming here. At least the 
people writ large don't know that Sagat is People who might buy a season pass don't know Sagat is coming. But then you see Blanca coming. It's like, oh, okay, oh, man, this is like that was the reveal right there. When Blanca comes down, you go, oh, they're going to show us everything because this is their huge announcement. This was the thing that we didn't know they were teasing when they showed us this trailer originally. Uh, instead, we get to see everybody, and I think the response to this, uh, if you look at the comments section of uh, of this video on our Street Fighter, it is filled uh, with people pouring out love for Street Fighter in general. Not even just Street Fighter V, just people saying, this was great. I like And thinking, I'm so glad that they're... They're doing things in this way. It feels as though they're doing right by the community again. As they've been in kind of dire straits for the past like two years. Oh, basically two and three quarters year. They've been uh, not in the community's favor, let's say. I think this moment won them back. Capcom Cup as a whole was a pretty well produced tournament. Uh, I'll also share a link here to if you want to get directly in contact with uh, Michael Martin from uh, from Capcom uh, Capcom Pro Tour manager over there. Uh, he made a post to our Street Fighter. I won't show that here uh, if you're watching the video but I'll link it in the comments. Uh, we're asking what could we do better uh, and there's so much positivity in that thread of just this was a great highlight of the players this was a great highlight of the game and this, the franchise in general. Uh, you guys did good. A lot of people made the comments, so if you think going in there, I'll say, I didn't like all the commercials. Those commercial breaks were super awkward. That has been that has been spoken for. They, they know. They know. <laughs> okay. Um, a lot of that is, a lot of the time spent on that is dictated by uh, the sponsors. So there's, there's like legal reasons why they would have to do that and money reasons why they have to do that stuff, which fucking fine, whatever. You're a company, make your money. But at the same time, uh, there was a lot that was done right. And I was thoroughly impressed by the entire production. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago I made some predictions of what, you know, what I could be excited for, what... Um, you know, I was I was a little anxious. I wanted to see how things have changed from last year to this year, and I think that they really outdid themselves. The pacing of the event, sans commercials, the pacing of everything as a whole, uh, made the whole tournament feel like one uh, a delightful experience. I feel like that's the I think that's the one word I I would use to really describe uh, how. You know, the zeitgeist, you know, the feel, the spirit of the time there. Uh, people felt, you know, this was, the, this was the time to be excited about Street Fighter again. Now, I remind you, uh, and we have reminded our, our friends at Capcom that there is still the list of, of things that the community has asked for. It's always there at the top of our Street Fighter. You can always see it. It's episode zero of this podcast, in fact, um, of the list of community changes and what we want from Street Fighter V. Uh, and I believe, I mean, I, at least I know for a fact we can cross some things off uh, off that list upon the release of Arcade Edition. Uh, 
we'll start crossing things off there. I'm I'm pretty willing to cross off community interact. That's one of the things is a uh, community feedback and you know how Capcom communicates with uh, with the FGC. I might be willing to cross that one off the list. Um, not something I've thought about for for a couple months, but they've gotten so much better in the past couple months. And I think after the release of AE with how things look on the CFN website, uh, they list patch notes now. They have all the frame data there. That's all well and available. Uh, that's a good look. That's a real good look. And I might be willing to start crossing things off. Of course, that's for the community to decide if they've done right by you. So after AE drops, we'll have another another round of voting to see where people's slots are. Probably a month or so to after release, people get their hands on it, get a feel for the netcode, see how things are. Um, maybe see if they've, they've taken advantage of the uh, Unreal Engine patch that's supposed to reduce input lag, input latency. Hopefully they do. I mean, that, that'd be great just across the board, uh, helping out you know, both, both versions of the game. So uh, the lower input lag only isn't available on PC. The PS4 could take advantage of it too. Uh, tons of things that they could do or could be doing. Uh, and hopefully we get to cross off a lot of those things on, on that, that list. It's a big list. Go check it out. Um, but I'm hopeful, uh, at least. And I think that a lot of the good spirit behind... Uh, Street Fighter V right now is is indicative of change. I think change is coming. I'm hoping. So next month we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, come a month and two days from now uh, on the 16th, we'll know. Uh, and I'm excited about that. Um, and something that I think we're all excited. And I had said early in the show, I'm not going to talk about the memes, but there is one meme that I do want to share because so many people are excited about Street Fighter. There's a lot of reaction videos to a lot of what we've seen at Capcom Cup. Uh, the announcement trailer, the reveal trailer, there's a lot of people who... Reaction videos are a thing of the top. People love reaction videos. I'm not going to show you a reaction video. I am going to show you a reaction video right now, but I have purpose behind it. Uh, specifically... The reaction of uh, Sack Daddy Myers to the Sakura announcement. Look at his face. Look at this man's face. Look at the, the jaw agape. He's screaming out loud. He's very excited. And it, so Street Fighter has that, that thing about it that can make you have that reaction where it's not just tied to the character. But the feeling that that character can give you uh, and the memories that you have attached to that character uh, and what you relate to with the community around you. Because it's not just a character. If it was a character, it was, if Zangief was, for, for example, in my opinion, like if I don't get to relive through this again because this happened a while ago, but if I were to get a Zangief reveal trailer, I would think to myself, like in Street Fighter 6, let's say, if there is a Zangief reveal trailer, I will have all of this history of, you know, Geef's Gym. That's something I built that tutorial series around to teach new players. There are so many memories tied to 
Zangief because of you know the whole it was caged in that and granted I play Zangief and the whole tutorial series isn't about Zangief but it's something that you know it's it's characterized around Zangief and it has that feeling about it uh, and with Zangief I'll always have that memory of all of the people that have come back to me and said that yes uh, this series has helped me learn to enjoy and appreciate fighting games in a way that I never thought was possible and that to me is way 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 more important than just actual Zangief I, like I don't even care if he's good you know if he was in Street Fighter 6 like I would play him because he gives me those feelings I have that that mental attachment to him I, I tie those moments together so when you see Alex react in this video uh, again jaw gate aghast at the at seeing the the cherry blossom petals falling over the Capcom logo. He knows already what's coming. Uh, and then the confirmation just of that excitement, that release of, yes, this is my this is my character that I have that solid relationship to. And then, what I'll share with you, the second part of this, because there's part two. I shared this particular reaction video with you for a reason. Uh, not just because it's you know it's good to see people excited about Street Fighter. If you want if you want that, just watch Tasty Steve's reaction. Just watch that one because that is that is something else. But specifically, moments after not moments after, but a little bit after taking some time thinking about the video, uh, Alex responded with this tweet, and I'm gonna read it in full uh, because when you think and you look at his face and his reaction to the reveal of Sakura. It's not just a character. These things are going through his head, and which he tweets out. Uh, in honor of the Sakura trailer, let me tell you a story. In Street Fighter 4, I met a young kid online named Michaela, who mains Sakura, like me. Michaela was only 15, constantly suicidal and cutting herself multiple times a day. Because of Sakura, I was able to meet her and save her by giving her lessons online. From that, I was able to reach her and make sure that she knew someone was out there that cared about her well-being, her well, her being alive. Now, Michaela is 18, a lot healthier mentally, and we still keep in touch. I will always be grateful to Sakura, Sakura, for helping me save her. That kind of feeling, that kind of guttural reaction is what Alex Myers is feeling in that reaction when he sees that character it's not just oh i get to do my sweet combos it's part of it you get to see you get to do those sweet combos he knows he's going to get to do those he knows he's going to play the character that he loves but that love comes from moments like that that relationship to his community and the people that you know you've been able to touch through fighting games that is that is the connective fiber of the fighting game community that is the kind of relationships that you make with the, within the FGC that make it more than just a combo more than just the look of a character it is those things but the reaction that it elicits uh, is unique to the people that you surrounded yourself with within the FGC so that is that's the meme I'm gonna share okay that's the reaction video I'm gonna share it's the only time we're going to talk about that, uh, and that will lead us into the final segment 
of the show. And if you're not familiar with the final segment of the show, what we go through is what we've seen on the site on our Street Fighter, and we go through... Um, I didn't post the user questions thing, so we don't have any user questions. But final segment of the show is the FGC history. And I think this qualifies. It is something that has happened in the past and thus history. Uh, but uh, Menardi and Tokido Capcom Cup 2017 Grand Finals. I would even include Winner's Finals in this if you want to go through and watch the entirety of, of their battle together. Uh, because there is, a, there is a specific journey that happens here uh, where... In in winners finals, uh, Menardi shows that he can definitely punish Tokido for throwing fireballs in the neutral. He shows him that he's definitely charging Bullhorn, and is capable of punishing that at specific ranges, which then forces Tokido to play a certain way. But that's just that's just one of the many interactions that you can trace uh, throughout the entire series, uh, and I recommend watching all of it. Uh, if you missed it, if you were, you know, taken away from Capcom Pro Tour at all this weekend, go ahead and watch the whole thing. Uh, I think in total it adds up to something like 45-ish minutes, probably more or so around like 40 minutes if you watch the entirety of the thing. Uh, an incredible, incredible set. Uh, the original Grand Finals, before they go to Grand Finals Reset, is... It, this is like a redemption story, right? Man RD plays out of his... He, he is down. He is against the ropes. And then he rises up, <laughs> as his sponsor's namesake would imply. Um, and it is definitely worth a watch and definitely worth, worth watching some breakdowns of this. I know there's a lot of them out there. Uh, I actually think that, speaking of Malik Myers a minute ago, I think he's doing a breakdown as... I did one yesterday. Uh, if he didn't get through it, I saw him post yesterday. He was going through a top 32 of Capcom Cup. Uh, he does a lot of matchup breakdowns and hopefully spends a lot of time on this particular set because it is beautiful. Um, especially if you don't, especially if you play Birdie, and especially if you don't know the Birdie matchup. Because uh, I've always thought the Birdie's pretty solid mid-tier, if not upper mid-tier. But you should see that it elicited a response from the community that, yo, Birdie's too strong. It's like, nah, dude. Menardi is just very strong. Look at the way he played. Look at the decisions that he makes. Uh, but it is not as though, if not that he... Yo, Tokido is no, no slacker, right? It was Tokido that sent him to lose his side of the bracket by facing him in winner's finals uh, and he very nearly won Capcom cut uh, in the first set of grand finals it was quite a show uh, a couple execution errors on Tokyo's part don't know where that like a very rare execution error uh, so I don't want to pinpoint one exact moment where things turned around but if I were a sports writer I might say that's where it was uh, but I'll share that link in the comments section uh, and if you're watching the replay on YouTube in the description down below uh, and in the comments of the post on Reddit uh, but that does it for this week's episode of RSF Radio uh, again this is the 
the only pod, the world, the only podcast in the world, period, uh, where we talk about what's been happening on the front page of our Street Fighter and in the world of Street Fighter at large. So that's every Thursday, uh, RSF Radio. Again, I'm your host, Joe Monday. You can find me on Twitter at Super Joe Monday or on uh, our Street Fighter at user Joe underscore Monday. Uh, get at me anyway if you want to get in touch. Uh, if you see something that comes up or if you want to help out with the Reddit live threads for NEC coming up this weekend. Uh, coming tomorrow, in fact. If you want to help out with that, uh, hit me up and let me know because we definitely need the help of the users. You guys make up our Street Fighter. This is your our Street Fighter. Uh, so Join us every week uh, if you miss what's been going on, uh, or just hit up the front page every day because uh, there's a lot of discussions happening, a lot of excitement around Street Fighter right now. So get in while the game's good. Anyway, folks, that will wrap it up for uh, this week's episode, and we will catch you guys again next week on the next edition of RSF Radio. Take care, folks. <laughs>